You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's do some start-sit questions for Week 10, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard. And we're here to talk about some start-sit questions for week 10 of the fantasy football season. But first, a couple of news items that are worth talking about. Justin Fields, weird press conference with uh, Matt Eberflus today where they listed Justin Fields as doubtful. They Then Matt Eberflus said he hasn't been cleared to play by the doctors. So a reporter asked him why they listed him as doubtful. And he said, well, you know, we want to give him another day and, you know, not rule it out. And then a reporter asked, so is he playing? And Matt Eberflus said, no, he is not playing. Yeah, he's out. So no Justin Jefferson this week, and, and or Justin Fields this week, although also no Justin Jefferson, likely this week. They had the window opened on his return from IR, but doesn't sound like he's going to play this week, although it's not ruled out yet. But Justin Fields, one thing worth noting, I, I had seen, I had wondered why they didn't put him on IR, and I, I just saw that they've already designated eight players to return from IR, which is the maximum. So if they had put him on IR, he would not have been able to return this season. Correct. So that, that explains that. And then the other one, Jamar Chase did not practice on Wednesday as he's dealing with a back injury. You know, there was a quote earlier this week that was kind of ominous where he was like, yeah, just, you know, go out there and, and support my guys as they're playing. So there is a chance Jamar Chase doesn't play this week. Obviously hasn't been ruled out. And I would think even if he doesn't practice tomorrow or, or Thursday, he, he's likely to still be listed as questionable, and they'll, and they'll run that up to game time. But let's move on to some of those start-sit questions. And, Dave, I, I want to ask you first about Joshua Dobbs, who just one of the best storylines in football all season last week, playing without you know knowing the names of the players he was playing with for the Vikings. You know, I thought it was interesting that despite – how well he played last week in getting the Vikings uh, a surprise win. They are two-and-a-half-point home underdogs against the Saints. Vegas not necessarily buying Josh Dobbs, you know, elevating this offense. Where are you at on Josh Dobbs? I think he's a low-end starter, and I would I would start him. I think that he's got potential uh, in this version of the Vikings offense to put up some good numbers. And the fact mm-hmm. that he was able to complete two-thirds of his passes in three quarters – behind an offensive line missing its starting left tackle with a team that he's never practiced with tells you volumes about what he's capable of doing. And this Saints defense is good. It's not great. Their pass rush has been a little bit of a letdown, I'd say, this year. Each of the last four quarterbacks that they've played have put up between 17 and 19 fantasy points. Really close to 20. Of course, you could say really close to 15 fantasy points as well. But I I think that they're about due for a breakdown. And I think that Dobbs is the one behind this Vikings offense who can do it. Remember, this Vikings offense 
typically likes to throw more than run. I think that they'll be able to do that because I think Madison won't be as efficient running the ball as he was mm-hmm. last week. So he's a low-end starter for me, but he does qualify as top 12. All right, let's talk about the running back position. And a guy that I find really interesting is Jerome Ford, who has had a couple of big plays this season. Also, I believe, has the lowest success rate of any running back who qualifies uh, for that leaderboard on next-gen stats. It's been very boomer bust with him. He's got a tough matchup against the Ravens. Are you viewing Jerome Ford as a starter right now? Yeah, I am not. I think that he's at best a a high-end flex. I would Mm -hmm. expect around... 10 PPR points. He had nine in their earlier meeting. And I think the Browns offense will be a little bit better than week four when they met. And I mean, Deshaun didn't even play. It was Dorian Thompson Robinson. And they were, they were just terrible. Mm-hmm. Look, three running backs have only been able to score 10 plus PPR points against the Ravens this year. It was Zach Moss. It was Derek Henry. It was Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs, a solo act. Zach Moss just, you know, broke a long run. That was mm-hmm. part of it. And he had 30 carries as well. The Seahawks, who love to run the football, couldn't do anything against this Ravens defense yeah. last week. And the Browns are going to be without left tackle left tackle Jedrick Wills uh, for the next four games, six games, something like that. So depleted offensive line as well. I'd try and stay away from Jerome Ford. All right, let's talk about Demario Douglas, who's gotten some hype. I think, you know, a little disappointing last week. Was the wide receiver one for the Patriots in terms of snaps and route run? Uh, had five catches for 55 yards, six-round pick. I, I think there's – I get why there's excitement because there's an opportunity. I just – he's more of like a wide receiver four for me. Where do you have Demario Douglas? Pretty much the same spot. It's a it's a receiver that I want to have on my PPR yeah. teams because I think he's got a, a solid 10-point PPR floor, and there's a lot of receivers that add that. But I think he's got upside to get close to 14 or 15 as we roll along. How about this with this Colts defense? Early in the year, I thought that their secondary was terrible. Even without their premier cornerbacks or a great pass rush, they've held receivers running short routes under 15 air yards to uh, one score, a 62% completion rate, and a tiny 2.5 yards after the catch per reception average. If you're banking on volume, I think Douglas, who gets a lot of those short area targets, can be okay. 11 to 12 PPR points is, is what I'd expect. All right, let's move on to the tight end position where Dalton Schultz was the tight end one last week. Had a huge game in that Texans shootout win over the Buccaneers. He's got a tougher matchup against Cincinnati this week. Where are you ranking him? Top five. The Bengals have allowed a tight end to score or catch for 70 yards every single week except one this season. It was Seattle who, you know, they use a lot of different tight ends, but not one guy to kind of collect those big numbers. I think Schultz is a great alternative to a bad run game in Houston. We saw that last week. We've really seen that over the balance of the season. And he leads all tight ends and end zone targets with eight. I think he's got a great shot to score against Cincinnati. Yeah, the one game that the Texans went run heavy was also the one game where they lost to the absolutely miserable Carolina Panthers. I think that tells us something. This is a run-first team, and or a pass-first team, and it needs to be a pass-first team moving forward. I will be. say it's ridiculous to rank Dalton Schultz top five. I've got him as tight end six. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more start sits. We'll see you then. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town. 
And they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+.